0: Have you ever dream of achieving financial success and independence through trading with the ability to work from anywhere in the world and control your own schedule? Hello everyone and welcome to Super Fast Income Podcast. Today we have a very special guest joining us, Mark Owen, the Managing Director of Trade and Train. With over 20 years of experience in the trading industry, Mark is an expert in price action trading and has helped thousands of traders improve their performance and achieve better results with trading. He's also a respected educator, having helped people of all skill levels improve their trading performance. Today, Mark will be sharing with us his uh, insight on how to generate extra income through trading and providing valuable tips and advice for anyone looking to get started in this exciting field. So without further ado, let's welcome Mark Owen to this show. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Christian. How are you? Listen, that was a a very nice welcome indeed. So a pleasure to be here and looking forward to the interview. So can you tell us about your background and how you became the Managing Director of Trade & Train?
1: So uh, to try and make a a long story short and maybe as uh, interesting as possible, um, we're going to have to go back about 11 years, 11, 12 years. And in fact, it was, uh, God, 2010 it was 20 2009 actually sorry 14 years um november 2009 and this is where i actually started trading forex and i went to my first seminar but if we rewind the clocks even just a few years earlier i was uh i was sat working on a car retail site selling cars everyone's dream in doncaster um you know if there's nothing to do what what can you do go and sell cars and you're sat there in you're working all hours god sent and you know i remember the days i was making 1400 pounds every month and that was basically it with a bit of commission um it wasn't going to take me where i wanted to go um but i had visions i had goals and i I know what i wanted to do and and one of my neighbors uh an an elderly chap and a at the time i'm saying elderly is probably not much older than me right now as going back then it was it was in his early 50s so a bit older than i am and he he just said to me mark um have you ever traded oil and gas stocks and i was like no i've never traded never done anything <laughs> so um i got into that thing of looking at penny shares and 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 this guy peter i never forget him lovely chap. He, he he's he started talking to me about penny shares and you know, before I knew it, we, we, we formed a really nice friendship. I would go from my apartment upstairs down to his, and we'd just have a discussion every, every few days about what we've seen and what we looked. And the funny part is I took 5,000 pounds back then to just over 130,000 pounds in a very short space of time. And, you know, 130,000 pounds to me back then was a massive amount of money. I mean, I can't even tell you. I mean, it, I couldn't even dream of having like 20,000 pounds in the bank account, let alone having 130,000 in a share account. The unfortunate part of the story is I knew nothing about risk management. I knew nothing about banking money. I just saw that and was like, do you know what? This is real money. I've got 130,000 pounds. And uh, I ended up with nothing. It all went a little bit like the people that maybe got into Bitcoin and they took the rally and they were just looking at all this theoretical profit and then when it has that huge correction you just sat there with holding nothing but your pants and you're going where did all that money go um did that put me off trading you could probably say that would probably be enough to end anyone's sort of career and aspirations of trading but what it showed me was that trading is actually a vehicle where if you get the timing right sometimes you don't even need to know anything about the the industry if you get the timing right you can make a lot of money so then I was thinking well if you can get the timing right and you actually know something about the industry surely you can still make a lot of money and and that just fueled my fire and that's literally where it started so November 2009 I signed up to one of these uh, seminars to go and attend to learn about Forex trading and the salesman at the event you know they want to sell you and and I'm literally like just give me the form give me the form I don't care I'm I'm buying the course (laughs) the guy's looking at me I never forget his name it was Rob and he's like I I, I've not said anything I was like you don't need to I'm I'm here because I want (laughs) to trade that that, that's how I got started it was a, a a very strange way but so it was an expensive lesson but a lesson that sort of led me to where I
0: am today losing 130k especially if it is a lot of money for you it means a lot right also emotionally so how do you recover from that
1: i recovered because the way i looked at it was i never actually had the money because it didn't go into my account so it's a it's it, it was theoretical profit i suppose it you know in in anything it, you could buy a house and your house is valued at x and you bought it at y but if you don't sell it you never have that profit it's just a theoretical margin and if there is a recession and your house then dips in value guess what the the money that you had in theoretical profit is no longer there but if you stay in that house for 10 years 20 years no doubt that return will will come back to you so i didn't look at it as like i'd physically lost it so it, it, it was
0: it just it inspired me more to look into it in in the finer details so what advice would you give to someone with a full-time job or a new parent with very limited time available who is looking to generate extra income through trading?
1: Okay, so that's a great question. So when I first started trading, I was in car retail sales. So the thing with retail is, guess what, you're working 7 days a week. Um obviously you get weekends off every now and then, but the markets aren't open at weekends, so who cares? You know, you're working full-time. So what you have to do is you have to formulate a system that can accommodate your current lifestyle and that just means that you want passive income right so everyone wants passive income it doesn't mean that you just because you're at work you can't earn you know people who are buying dividend stocks the stock could depreciate in value but they could still be earning a six percent or a five percent or a three percent dividend every year on that stock and and it's just you you choose whether you want to receive that in cash or you can buy back into the stock and is is personal preferences so i think when it comes down to are you a full-time parent or you full-time employed and you're trying to establish whether it's right for you the first thing you need to know is the money that you're going to choose to trade with is that disposable income because if it's not and it is money that is needed right now to survive then you're going to put too much pressure on yourself to make money and you're going to make silly decisions you you just don't trade that would be the first thing that i would say um and and that's where i'd start is formulating a a system and a plan that can accommodate your current lifestyle so if you are a full-time employee or you're you're a new parent new parents will probably have more flexibility because i can speak from (laughs) where I'm currently at right now in terms of we've got an 18-month-old little girl. But, you know, new parents, you know what time your child's going to have a nap. You know what time your child might go to nursery. So, and you know that on a day-to-day basis. So you can trade, whether it's the London Open or you could trade the US Open if your child's having a sleep through uh two, 12 till 2 p.m. But if you're full-time employed and it's normal, let's say nine to five, you can trade pre-London, which is sort of, Six thirty to 730, 30 8 30 depending what time you need to go to work or you could do new york close end of day trading around 8 9 p.m at night which you can be looking for setups to trigger the next day while you're at work so there's always a solution there's always a way you can look at it you just have to understand that you might have to adapt certain things in order to to, to make
0: trading work for you are you trying to sell like that for every different uh, needs, there are some sort of strategy that can be arranged around the uh, timing for Forex?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the best way of thinking about it is obviously the Forex is open 24 hours a day. Um, I say obviously because that's common sense to me. I've been involved in the industry, but most people probably don't know that. They probably think of Forex maybe like the stock market that has certain operating hours in each um, part of the world so when we talk about forex it opens on a sunday night in the uk at 10 p.m and closes at 10 p.m the following friday so it's open 24 hours now within there every daily candle if you're in the uk or wherever you are but in the uk at 10 p.m at night a new candle is formed so a new day represents itself and that's when we start and we go through to the asian session and then as we go through the time different through the, the global clock you come into the london open which is you see money coming into the market let's say around 7 a.m in the morning and then you go into as as we're going through the t- global time clock you'll see money coming into the market around midday uk time until us opens around 1 30 2 30 depending on whether it's stock market so you'll see these different influxes of money. And you can create a strategy to work around each one of these opening times or closing times or even let's say a higher time frame depending what your working hours are Um, and i know some people might not understand a higher time frame um but that's something that you don't need to worry about right now you just know that there is uh, a system or techniques that you can use to accommodate your current daily schedules, whether you're shift work, whether and that could be in hospitals, or you could be shift work with police forces or fire service, or you could just be running a nine to five, or you may be a student, you know, everyone's life is very, very different, but there will always be a technique that you can use for sure
0: awesome so let's say someone wants to give it a try what are some of the common mistakes that people make when starting out in trading especially when they are looking to generate extra income and how can they avoid them
1: (laughs) okay so um this is where i have to try and use not so colorful language um so social media is a wonderful thing in terms of getting yourself viewed and seen by a, a new audience the problem with social media is um, your images, your data, your information can be stolen by fake people, and they can portray that they are you, which I mean, I get these kind of things daily. I mean, the, the messages I get is really, really scary. But then you also have people that are lured in by someone driving luxury cars, spraying champagne, flash watches, Showing cash all over the place. And you know, when you're in a point of desperation or you're, you're a bit worried about maybe it could be work where you're going to get your next bit of money from. You might have 500 pounds. You might have a thousand pounds. You might have 5,000 pounds. You know, everyone's last little bit is very different based on what their circumstances were before. You could be a billionaire and you lose 90% of your wealth and you're down to what you call your last little bit, but it may still be 20 million. You know, you could have. 100,000 equity across all your properties and whatever. And if you lose 90% of your wealth, you've got 10,000 pounds. So, you know, everyone's last little bit is very, very different. And you can get lured in by these so-called social media gurus that are showing how much money you can make in a very short period of time. So first thing is I'd say don't necessarily believe everything that you see on social media in the sense that It's not a get rich quick scheme there's nothing that is a get rich quick scheme however you can make a lot of money from trading if you believe if you follow a process and then it's it's like a business it's all about scaling once you find the the path that makes money but if you can make money with a thousand pounds and you're making 10 pounds a day or 20 pounds a day you do the same thing but you just get extra money it's and and you can do that through so many different avenues now it's I mean you know you have you've been um, involved in and around trade and train we can provide funding and you know this is where you actually you can start to scale your system so you don't have to just jump in at the deep end and go right I need to make a 10 grand today or five grand today or 100 grand today follow the process and once you've got the process in place the prize will follow so that's that's the number one thing I would say is don't don't chase the the money straight away. Just be disciplined and follow the process. Nothing comes to those who rush.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this is a very good point, is people get involved in trading for the wrong reason. And then usually those people that get burned and they go online and say, you know, this is a scam. This is their experience. So it's true for them. And so it become the lens to see trading can you explain a little bit about the price action trading because you focus on that on price action trading and uh, how it can be used to generate extra income through trading how is different from other strategies
1: okay so i mean for someone that knows nothing about trading um when you look at a chart a chart is built up of the way i look at it is candles but it can also be a bar and they give you four bits of information each candle each bar gives you four pieces of information it gives you an opening price gives you a closing price gives you the high price and the low price of that given time frame so each candle or each bar will represent it could be five minutes it could be 15 minutes 30 minutes one hour four hours daily you name it different time frames so what we're looking for is how price moves within a given period and Price is a little bit like the weather. There's seasonal patterns. There's uh, and and it, it it doesn't mean that price is going to move a particular way in the summer or whatever. But what you'll find is if you're a day trader, I find that the price will move a certain way as money comes into the market in the London session. I'll find that price moves a certain way as, it, as US comes into the market, and then obviously the higher time frame traders, when you're looking at seasonal patterns, which are real. Uh, you'll find that these patterns occur many times and you can go back 20 years, 40 years, and these patterns occur month in, month out over that time period. So what you're looking for is, it doesn't mean it's a guaranteed return because nothing's guaranteed, but what you're looking for is a similar set of conditions that happened previously and how you can take advantage of those. And the I think that the most simplistic way of talking about looking for certain conditions would be how the pharmaceutical world will work with drugs and you know what they do in terms of clinical testing we do and we call that back testing so back testing means you're looking at the charts you're looking at the price action or it could be if if other people are using indicators whatever you know i i don't use indicators but when they are what you're doing is you're performing a clinical test on the charts and you say right the probability of this outcome is x but this can also happen so for example it doesn't mean you're going to win it you, you could play poker and you know that your poker hand has maybe got a 75 percent chance of winning so you could bet heavy on it but there's still a 25 percent chance you're going to lose <laughs> it's, it's all about the probability and you know there's a there's a fantastic book out there by annie dukes um and this is all about she was a poker player and she talks about uh betting and statistics and probability and there was someone in the audience that questioned her why she went I, I don't think she went all in but she put a massive bet on her hand and the guy in the audience basically laughed and said "Ah, oh, you were wrong and she said no i played the probability if i played this probability over a, a five-year period a two-year period or a 12-month period whatever it is she comes out on top because it's probability Just because she'd lost that one hand didn't make it wrong. And this is the thing about trading. You're not going to be right all the time. You know, you could be a boxer in the ring. And I know you're uh, keen on boxing right now, hence the chisel jaw. Mm. Um, you know, you, unless you're Floyd Mayweather, you're getting hit in the face Mm. and you can't avoid it. And that is the same with trading. You're going to take punches. The point is you just make sure that it's not a knockout (laughs) because a knockout in trading, you lose your account.
0: That's a very good point. You know, a lot of people obviously understand the concept of probability, uh, but there is also a concept in trading of manipulation. No, I, I mean, everyone's
1: going to find an excuse as to why they lost. It is Everyone wants an excuse why they lost. and And why do we do that? Because it makes us feel better. At the end of the day, you had a losing trade. It's not personal. Yes, there might be some manipulation, but the manipulation that's happening is market making to fulfill bigger orders and it's it's not a personal attack on your trade it might mean that they've the banks have got a huge order that they need to fill at let's if let's just say the euro is at 1.1 and they've got a huge order of so many yards or in in trading terms so many billion at 1.08 they have to move the market down in order to fulfill that order So they might just try and put start pushing the market lower. So what it does, it encourages traders to start selling the market. You can call it manipulation. You can call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, the market doesn't move without people selling and buying. So the people with the big order down there, they're probably selling it initially to try and get it to move, to get retail traders to sell, only for them to exit their position and have a buy order waiting. You you know we can be the the most intelligent person in the world trying to give a reason as why the market went against us all you can categorically say is you got the trade wrong and you lost <laughs> that's it you no one's gonna know how much manipulation and market making has gone on so anyone that wants to create all these wonderful wacky stories as to why it didn't work you know you probably need to find another industry yeah
0: guys just live with it and move forward yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah exactly live with it you know you, you can you imagine you're, you're in a boxing ring you've just taken a, a shot and you go oh hold on stop the floor's where I just slipped you know uh someone took a camera someone took a picture in the audience the flash went off and caught me right everyone stopped taking pictures you, it, there's always going to be an excuse
0: So what are the main challenges that most people have when they get started in trading and prevent them from succeeding? This is the $1 million question.
1: Oh, I mean, look, um, I would say the primary issue that people have is psychology. And when we go outside of the psychology, it's usually underfunding, undereducated, and not enough time. So they the underfunding undereducated and no time are the three main excuses but you can give someone a strategy that has all the makings for success and if they are in the wrong you give two people the same strategy one person can follow it and one person doesn't because they see a bit of profit and they bank it or they see a little bit of a loss and they start moving the stop loss away i've been
0: there everyone i've been there Me too. me too <laughs> Is-
1: it's a great place it's a great place um but i've been better places yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've all been there but the point is you know i've got a 10 year old in in the academy right now uh, brother and sister 10 year old and 13 year old junior and ellie and i swear they have added so much spice into our community right now because The 10-year-old is consistently making anywhere between $50 and $250 every morning before he goes to school. And the difference between him and let's say a 25 or a 35 or a 45 year old, male or female, is he's kind of doing as he's told because he doesn't have any other knowledge to say, oh, maybe I can do this or maybe I can do that. And, you know, they always say that little bit of knowledge is dangerous and the difference here is he's like a robot You give him information and he just does it there's no oh well what about this he's he's not questioning it he's just when he has a question it's about is this what i'm meant to do is it's not oh but should i do this it's always so if that happens is this what i'm meant to do mm. yes that's what you meant to do oh, okay and plug 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 click click click. Oh, i've had another great week i've done eight hundred dollars this week and and I swear, no word of a lie, he has really, really inspired the rest of our community because they're going, the kid's 10. <laughs> 10, how is he doing this? And and his dad is now just like over the moon because his dad put him, Um, I, I'm not going to take full responsibility because his dad put him and his sister into some basic education Um, with, with an online course. I don't know where it was. And it was more of a, when I say an online course, it was more of a like a one-to-one where they were talking about what a candle is, what pips are, how to identify a trend, the, the basics. So when he came to us, he'd already got basic understanding. I wasn't having to um explain the, the A to Z of it. It was literally more, I was giving him a set of rules and saying, right, like, you do these rules and he's nailing it, absolutely nailing it. It's just, that's music to my ears. I mean, I, I was on holiday the other week and literally sent a screenshot of, a trade on Euro New Zealand over eight hundred and twenty-one dollars, and I nearly fell off my chair. I was like, "This is!" <laughs> I, I was literally non-stop in the community. Right, you guys need to pull your finger out. Junior is absolutely smashing it.
0: I'm wondering, like, how can a ten years old trade? Is like, I mean, obviously the account is not on him; is on his dad, right? So he's just executing that. Okay. And the second question is, how can technology be leveraged to generate extra income with trading?
1: In simple terms, uh, if you just went to the post office before you went away on holiday to, or Marks and Spencer's to change your thousand pounds or two thousand pounds to US dollars and the market went from 1.2 to 1.3 and you got your dollars, you'd end up with $1,300 instead of $1,200. Okay. So you made a whole $100. Sounds wonderful. Now, in trading terms, that's actually 1,000 points. Now, if you in theory put a thousand dollars or a thousand pounds into a trading account and you were to use all that one thousand pounds and it moved a thousand points, you're probably going to be talking, you might have made in the region of about four or five thousand pounds based on the size of the position that you're using. So by using technology in trading, you could have changed something that moved hundred dollars by going to the supermarket or post office or whatever to multiplying that by 400 500 times based on the leverage that you can use so in real terms if you see what looks like a very small fluctuation in a currency market when you are trading through a platform it can be a substantial gain
0: Mm. And there are like robots or tools that can execute order for you. Uh, do you know something to make it simple? As you said, it's like, if you can follow the strategy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we have, we do have some algorithms that, you know, if, if people don't want to, let's say learn and they just want passive income, we have that as well. We have those tools available. Um, Obviously the, the downside to that is you know if you don't know what you're doing you don't know how to manage the robot yourself and you know a market condition a black swan event could happen i mean it can happen when you manually trade as well and it can happen when you're owning stocks and shares and it can happen to your house you know the pandemic that's a black swan event but in the trading world it all sorts can happen it could be a fat finger moment the, these things happen where it shock waves the market for a split second you have this huge move. Um, and if you happen to be running it at that time, it could it could mean that you you incorporate a huge loss at that period of time. Um and this isn't to scare people, this is real facts. You know, <laughs> if if you own stocks and shares and the pandemic happened, you know, look what's happened to people that own the Nasdaq for the last two years. They're probably down in 85 percent of their stock. It's that's real. You can't do much about it and that's just because the way the world's moved in the last few years.
0: Yeah. And uh, you mentioned your community. Yeah. How do your trading community and courses and mentorship help people who are looking to generate extra income through trading improve their performance and achieve better results?
1: So I, I think the best way of describing it, Christian, and, and you know, you, you can, back this being an online business coach, you know, It's it's not to say that you're the best in the world but it's being able to make people better and help them be accountable for their actions you know it's i'm not saying i'm the best trader in the world but i know i can motivate people i can get them to see the best in themselves and get them to do things that they wouldn't be able to do on their own you know because i do this day in day out for myself i only trade certain times of the day but it doesn't mean that in the times that I'm not trading, I've got spare time. So what do I do? You know, I engage with my community. I run live sessions. And when I am trading, I'm running live sessions anyway, so people can see me trade. So it's, and the beauty of that is I'm so much more disciplined because I'm sat there talking to someone about what to do, how to do it. And even now when I'm trading, if I'm not doing the live session... I'm talking to myself as though people are there just because I'm so much more disciplined that way. So, you know, the the whole point of a community is just to to help people um not feel alone because when you are trading, you're sat there in front of a screen and your uh dopamine levels are gonna be flying all over the place. You're gonna be excited, you're gonna be afraid, you're gonna be cautious, you're gonna be anxious, all these feelings are gonna go around in your mind, and you're gonna start acting not normal you're going to do impulsive irrational decisions and the point of the community is to to basically eradicate or eliminate those emotions as much as possible so someone can share an idea and say this is what i want to do and then you're not challenging them but you're saying right why do you want to do that give me the rules behind it and then sometimes i go okay yeah right i'm i'm not (laughs) <laughs> There's no rules. I'm just seeing this, and I want to get into the market. And it's that FOMO, fear of missing a trade. Um, so that's the beauty of a community. It's, it's, it's about helping people not get overconfident, help them when they're down, um, and and just you know sharing love, basically. <laughs> basically
0: you know, you know? But that's that's the main thing about a community. Absolutely. And you mentioned rules. So what do you think people should have in place before they even start trading? so the only thing
1: you can control when it comes to trading is how much money you lose and people will say well that's not true and it is because for anyone that's been to the horse races or anyone that's had a bet on anything when you go to the bookmaker and you place a bet on a horse or whatever you know before the race has even started the money you've put over is how much you're prepared to lose. Because the probability is that money's never coming back to you. <laughs> In real terms. In real terms, it's probably never coming back. You're just going for the experience. You're going to enjoy the day or you're going whatever. People that do the the betting on the side and whatever, you know, there's there's more to it. They they might have uh not an addiction, but it might be one of their passions where they say, right, well I'm going to put X amount of money aside every month. And that's just for me to have a flutter. But that bit of money that they put aside every month, that's their risk management. They know that that money every month is probably never going to come back to them. However, it's when you say, I'm going to put this to one side. And when that goes, you go, do you know what? I'm going to get a bit more and get a bit more. That's when you have to stop. The only thing you can control is how much money you are prepared to lose. So, you know that's the that's the first thing understand understanding what risk is all about the rest of it you can build if you, if you can control risk management you can stay in the game long enough to make money but without risk management you're done
0: got it and the risk management would be part of a bigger plan it's like how do you plan for example your day or the execution to reduce the emotion
1: when it comes down to anything you want to be as robotic as possible apart from relationships <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> then it will be pretty dull. um the second you are sat there in front of your chart and the trade triggers and if you're sat here going, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> stop you, you you're not in the right mind you're not in the right mind to be trading then it is all gonna go wrong and if you're sat here going oh my god oh my god i can't i can't afford to lose this then you risk too much But if you can sit there and go right i've placed that trade this is what it's going to do and if it does this i do this with my stop loss or i do this with my risk management i i might close half of the trade if i get a bearish candle each one of these processes are based upon a set of rules and those rules you know if it happens you do it so it becomes robotic the enjoyment the excitement should come at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter or you know, if you just go, oh, right, well, this month, that's just paid for our summer holiday, or this month has just paid for my daughter's school fees, those kind of things. That's the reward. When, it, when you're sat there and you're just nail biting and you're living on a roller coaster, you shouldn't be trading.
0: So how can traders manage their risk effectively when looking to generate extra income through trading? Okay, so the first
1: thing you have to do, no matter how much money you have, is start with a small account. And I'm going to go back to one of the things that we said earlier on, which is focus on the process, and the prize will follow. So if you start with five hundred pounds or a thousand pounds, five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, even if you've got twenty thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand sat there, don't worry about it, because you're going to make mistakes at the beginning. So make the mistakes as cost-effective as you possibly can. Then, when you prove to yourself you can be consistent, then you start scaling. It's like running adverts for business right you're not just going to throw 50 grand at an advert and it bring no traffic you start off even the best it might be 20 quid or 10 quid or and right is it getting any views is it getting clicks right okay let's go into that one and you might have 10 different adverts all running and let's say you put 10 pound on all of them you you one 10 pound doesn't get one click you go right well that one's gone and then you've got Two 10 pound ones that have maybe got 100 clicks and go right okay those two are really good at going but these three here they've got a little bit i'll put a little bit more into those i'm going to kill those five and i'm going to put 80 percent into those two and and trading is the same you you know what you'll find is you'll find something that's working and when you find that it works then you start to scale you're not going to scale into some why would you add to something that you're losing consistently it's like
0: use use your brain you know so it's also about the discipline of tracking right because if you don't track you don't know what are you what is working what is not working so i like the idea of having rules systems in place it's like having a proper um execution plan like a business plan if you want for trading
1: a very simple way of talking about it would be um try making a chocolate cake the same way with different ingredients and different measurements each time it's not going to happen and ingredients and the recipe is a set of rules to bake a cake so trading you just have certain ingredients and a set of rules and timing in order to facilitate what should be the perfect chocolate cake each time obviously there's variables with trading unlike maybe baking a chocolate cake that Unless there's a problem with the gas or whatever, and you know, the heating might go a little bit funny with the oven, <laughs> but the principles are the same. You're using the same ingredients each time, and in theory, you want the same outcome. But the markets, obviously, there's a lot more variables, so you're not going to always going to get the same outcome. But the principles are the same: same ingredients, and you're looking for the majority of the results to be the perfect chocolate cake, and that's. That's trading. If you can make it that simple and you can adhere to that, then there's no reason you can't be a Gordon Ramsey at trading.
0: Mm-mm. I love your approach because it's very professional. There are so many people talking about trading online. They just give you the signals or they tell you, you know, do this, do that. And it's like, people follow them. And that, so sometimes it's working, sometimes it's not. When it's working, you celebrate when it's not working. You have no idea why it didn't work.
1: Exactly i mean I, th- I think one of the things you know when you talk about what you said there about signals it it's like would you rather give someone fish for a day or would you rather give him a rod and teach him how to fish so he can eat for the rest of his life there's there's a very big difference between giving someone a signal and you know what they get that signal for the day and oh wow we've eaten fish today but if you can give someone the rod and they can go away and fish Okay, they might not catch anything today they might not catch anything tomorrow but they might probably catch something the day after or the day after that whereas the signals if, if those signals stop or they don't work then what do you do you got to find the next signal person and eventually you you need to find a rod but you might have run out of money to get a rod yeah are trading trading signals even legal in the uk they shouldn't be i i i think it's a very much a gray area um you know. When it comes to signals, I always think that as long as a, it shouldn't be a signal, but if you're trading and you post something, you say, right, this is what I'm doing because of X, Y, and Z. And this is the education that we give. You know, you can see why I've taken it. And now it's understanding that when you have a live market condition, it's one thing giving the theory, but most people, they'll give the theory, but they won't give the live conditions. And, and the, the problem I believe with signals out there is, you know, half the people that are selling signals out there, they're probably getting them from some random place in the world. And they've no idea who they are. And they're just buying those signals off that one person and then regurgitating it and using it on marketing and spreading it massively. No idea whether it works or not. So they might. And, and this is the problem. You, you just don't know who you're speaking to.
0: If you want to become a successful trader there is a lot of work behind it and it takes time
1: totally i mean look look at your industry i mean you've been involved in business for how many years and you know you've got so many different avenues in the business world it doesn't happen overnight but you become where you are because of the amount of time and how much you've sacrificed and you know the the hours that you put in in order to get where you are you can you can give constructive advice you can show people how to do things because you've done it and until you get to that point then you know what you This is for for me experiences is is everything and if you can share your experiences with people this is why mentors are so powerful there's no one that gets anywhere that doesn't have a mentor you know look at and and i always refer back to sport because it's my passion you know roger federer probably the greatest tennis player to have ever lived when he was world number one for god knows how many how many years he had a coach he had a fitness coach he had a tennis coach you know his tennis coach is shown him how to play tennis and he's world number one he's the best tennis player on the planet and he's got a tennis coach tiger woods had however many golf coaches and he's a world he was the world's best golfer you know just because they're the best golfer in the world or the best tennis player or the best whatever, they've still got coaches. And you need these people because you're gonna have highs, you're gonna have lows, you're gonna have injury. Trading is psychology, it's um, you know, healthy body, healthy mind. Um trade and train. That's why it's called trade and train. Not just because I train people, but I love the gym, I love fitness, it keeps me it keeps me sane because trading is a goddamn stressful business industry to be in. And to be able to stay sane, you know, you've got to have your release. And my release is running or fitness, going to the gym. You know, I think every business has its stress. It's how you get your uh, release valve. I always wondered why the name is Trade and Train. So interestingly, I'm going to go back to, I think it was uh, 2016, December the 30th. We're just going to Bondi Beach for New Year's Eve and I'd had a bit of a heavy year and just I love a social life I, I enjoy a beer and a glass of wine and it'd been really really heavy and I kind of I was having a beer and I just wasn't enjoying it and I thought do you know what I want to be healthy and I was setting up a new business to do with trading and I challenged myself to compete in men's physique and I thought hold on a sec but I'm going to get into fitness and who are the best people at trading And it came down to it. it, I couldn't identify one type of person, but they had to be disciplined. So I was like, hold on a second. I'm, I really want to appeal to the fitness world because if they can sacrifice going out to social events and they can sacrifice, you know, going to a normal restaurant and they're sat there with their Tupperware box with weighed chicken, weighed broccoli, weighed rice. I mean, come on. If you can do that on a day to day basis and count your calories. You've got to be one of the most disciplined people on the planet. So if you can do that, you can follow a set of trading rules. But unfortunately, that that angle of uh, approach never seemed to materialize. I, d- I don't know why. Um, I, I ended up competing and I did it for, I think, three and a half years. I decided to uh, stop when I uh, topped the uh, naughty 40s. I was <laughs> like a granddad on stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh yeah that was that was that was my uh so that's how trade and train came about
0: that's a funny story tell me what was your biggest loss and what was your biggest lesson
1: so it wasn't my biggest loss but it was the biggest loss at the time so back in august 2012 i got my first um family friend to invest and when I say family friend, it was someone that my mother met on holiday through Friends of Friends. And they invested a million dollars at Citibank in 2012. And he just asked me through his uh, family office if I could trade for him. And at the time, I only had a £10,000 account. So my first trade on his account was a ten thousand dollar trade and my first trade was a loss and i just remember thinking hold on a second i've just lost my entire account on one trade and the thoughts that went through my head were horrendous so how what am i going to do how am i going to explain to this man i've just lost ten thousand dollars
0: oh i took it about stress yeah and and the
1: the thoughts that were going through my head i was like I, I I don't know what to do. I, I Do I email him? Do I call? What, and what do I say? <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it was a mere blip for him. It was 1%. But for me, it just felt like I just lost a fortune. So when I go back to those times, it just, it does make me laugh because I think, and I just, I just rem- I can literally remember the day vividly about what was going through in my head. And I was like, he's, he's going to go mad. He's going to kill me. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah that was that was probably the the worst loss that i've ever experienced in terms of emotional and psychology
0: so at the end what did you do you send an email uh,
1: no i i just um <laughs> just
0: I, closed the account
1: i just carried on because <laughs> no. at the end of the day it was one percent of the account and you know two years three years later we were still running the account and everything was all good but you know that it's just because it was such a a big incremental increase on my account and the way, I just spoke to someone that was training me at the time, a chap called Andrew Brody. who used to work at Bank of Namora, and he he was training me on a few different aspects. And he was just like, Mark, trades, you're you're gonna have losing trades. He knows that, his family office knows that, that they've deposited the money. you know don't worry about it that's part of the process you just have to be disciplined enough to do what you've done to in order for him to why he gave you the or why he funded the account in the first place which is you know you gave him ideas for the last three months which is why he was happy to deposit the cash and all those ideas not all of them were winners not all of them made money so he, he's a very well-versed trader and understands the market and the consequences. So don't get beat yourself up. And so you know, I had this pet talk with Andrew, and um, literally it was that was that was it. I was like, right, okay, just carry on. Let's just make sure tomorrow's not a loser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please, <laughs> I can't handle another ten. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, from my experience as well, it's like trading is really. Teaching you about yourself is a deep experience is, you know, money have some power on us for some reason. And it's like when you deal with, you know, loss and even wins, I mean, everything in trading is an emotional journey. That's why mindset is so important.
1: I think there's two things that probably have the most power over, over, over men. And one is money and one is women. <laughs> <laughs> they, they both, they, they both have uh, the emotional pull. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, but no, it is true. Trading will it will teach you so many lessons you didn't know about yourself, and it will bring out the best of you, and it will bring out the worst of you. And when it brings out the worst of you, that's when you need to know, right? Can I, can I change this person? And if it keeps bringing out the worst, then sorry. Go find another industry find another hobby because trading is not for you anything that brings out the worst need, you just stop
0: yeah what advice would you give to someone who is looking to generate extra income through trading but may not have a lot of experience in this area
1: so i mean that's that's where we generally sort of um get most of our initial traders from it's not often that you'll find someone that's extremely well-versed in trading and also they go, do you know what? I want to go and start with a trading community. or I want to be part of something because they've found their rhythm, they've found their mojo, they've found their flow, and they know what they're doing. It's for people that really are uncertain. They see all the, the promos and the offers on social media, the internet, and it's, it's like, really, where do I go? So First thing I would say before you do anything and, you know, whether it's with trade and train or whether it's with another educator out there, see when they've got a free session that you can join. See if you actually like their teaching methods because, you know, just because someone's a good coach, it doesn't mean that their teaching methodologies are going to resonate with you. You know, I've had a lot of tennis coaches in the past. I've had golf coaches and they're all going to be exceptional coaches in their own way but not all of them can get the best out of you not all of them speak your lingo and whatever your lingo is you won't know until you experience it so you know you kind of have to be um a a free seminar uh junkie is probably i I was thinking of other words that i I couldn't find the right one you want to see who resonates with you and you know even if it's not a free seminar maybe watch on youtube look at some educational videos and you know see if you understand what that person's saying and the way that they put the information across and if they do then explore that avenue more if when you're listening to someone it just doesn't make sense or you kind of don't like their tonality or you think that someone might be a bit obnoxious or arrogant you know you sometimes you get that that feeling just by watching someone even though you don't know them you know, it could be a habit that they do. It could be something, you know, someone could smile too much and go, Oh my God, that guy's too cheesy. Someone could be doing wisecracks all the time and go, Oh my God, this guy drives me nuts listening to him for an hour. Do you you don't know until you listen to that person. Uh, I mean, probably how, how many people are watching this podcast and might say that about me, you know, I'm saying like doing wisecracks, <laughs> but, but you, you have to put yourself in that position. And, and that'd be the thing that I'd say is do your research see if you like the people that you that are on the other side of the screen or even if you go meet them face to face because that's a huge thing most things are online you know not everyone will meet face to face and if they don't it's not a bad thing because at the end of the day the whole purpose is it's an online business you can run it from anywhere in the world so don't be put off by someone running an online business just check their reviews or see if you can find anyone that's worked with them for a little bit of feedback and then try and schedule a zoom call because even if it's online it's always nice to see the person or someone of the someone from the team so don't just do it over a phone i always like to put a face and you know the person that i'm sp- seeing on social media is it the person that's on the zoom call i had a I, I had a message from a lady on uh insta three days ago and she was like do you know how many years it's taken me to find you i was like you know she said we were due to marry but every time i, was, I wanted a video call there was a problem with the signal <laughs> and literally she sent me pictures of me and my dog um, me and friends doing cheers and the person that was portraying to be me on social media was you know he'd sent a picture of me doing a cheers with someone that I would posted on uh, Instagram uh, seven years ago and he'd use that to say that was me celebrating with a friend that we were getting married. I mean, these are the things, these are the crazy things that are going on out there. So you always want to see someone face-to-face, even if it's Zoom or Google Meet. That's, that's <laughs> definitely now, that has to be a number one thing.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point, to avoid scammers. And uh, even, you know, opening accounts, that's another thing that um, I think is quite scary. You know all the fake platforms so always
1: look for regulations regulations are always good um obviously fca in the uk cysec um are the main ones anyone that's offshore you you're running a gauntlet you're running a gauntlet um, because you're not protected it doesn't mean that you're, you're guaranteed your money um it could take a long time even if something goes wrong but at least if you have those regulations You're more likely to, if there is an issue, you're more likely to have something come back to you than nothing at all. So always check the regulations. Just go down to the bottom, check the regulation, see who they're regulated by. Then go to the regulating body's website and check the details in the same because anyone can put that they're regulated. It doesn't mean they are. Then just cross-reference the regulation number with the regulated body. It's, it's, it's a two second job.
0: Mm, I think this is a very important lesson. You know, a lot of people lost a lot of money with um, the scammers. So, something to be very, very mindful How can people find you, Mark? Like, you know, now everyone will be wondering okay, if I want to get in contact with Mark, yeah, you know, how can I find him?
1: Okay. So, uh, thanks for that, Christian. Um, it's nice to do a little plug. So, um, <laughs> the, the website is www.tradeandtrain.com. Um, but on social media, my handles are all official trade and train. So that's on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Facebook is slightly different. That's Forex and Fitness, but thank you so much. Yeah. So, so this is
0: the official one. Yeah, so official,
1: on official trade and train, and that is Instagram and TikTok. And the content is always the same now. It's I'm not posting any holidays anymore any because all that happens is people pull these images and then use it to send to different people so now it's just content so if you see any images and holiday shots they're not me they're <laughs> And for me.
0: the for the listeners of super fast income if you want to ask mark to go on to camera you can <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> all right mark thank you so much Thanks. is there anything that i didn't ask you that i should have asked you to help our audience to make extra income through trading
1: the the only thing that i would say i mean you you, you've been pretty thorough to be fair christian i I feel like i've just gone through the spanish inquisition there you really (laughs) hammered me on every sort of aspect but um and to say we've just done it off the cuff it's been i've enjoyed it as well literally just keep your starting balance to bare minimum you know Don't try and rush anything. Anything that's rushed will very rarely succeed. Focus on the process and the prize will follow. That's what I'm going to finish with. Focus on the process and the prize will follow. And then it's all a matter of scaling.
0: Thank you so much, Mark. It's been a real pleasure interviewing you. Christian, thanks so
1: much. It's been really good.
0: Take care, buddy. Look to you soon. Take care, my friend.
1: Bye-bye.